0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I am your host today, and back here again with a fantastic guest. We're talking to Cortland Jones today. Cortland was one of the winners of our Inspirational Influencer Awards in October 2022 in our Women Entrepreneur category, and she's the founder and CEO of the D- Design Database, which is the leading women-owned freelance marketplace and community for female and non-binary visual artists bridging the gap in gender pay parity. Cortland, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So I wanna I wanna start off by talking about the design database and how that came to be. Because I think the the mission of what you're doing is amazing and so important. And so I'd love to hear the the why this, right? How did this how did this come to be? Sure. Um, so
1: I am a an artist myself and I have been in the field for about 12 years in corporate and as a freelancer. And I didn't really feel the need to be an entrepreneur or have that in my vision ever until last year when I had a bad experience um, with my job. So I was working in corporate in my dream job that I had just gotten earlier that year. I started in, I think, January of last year. And then I quit after only five months because it was toxic. It was terrible. And that killed me because I really had worked hard for 10 years to beat at this company. And it just wasn't what I, I wanted it to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So after that, I chose to be doing freelance work, um, full-time, but I hate the sites out there like Fiverr and, and Upwork because they actually take a huge chunk of, of our commission and have our value even, 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 even more lowered. Um, yeah. so I wanted to build my own platform that supported creatives, supported my community of, under, of underserved community of female creatives, and give them a place to feel safe, to meet higher quality clients, to build connection amongst other creatives, to get inspiration from each other, support the underserved community of female and non binary creatives, and having them get more exposure to higher quality clients, but also to have a place to sell their, their physical products to, as well as get hired for new jobs. So I have it like Fiverr meets Etsy, where it's a, a combination of creatives coming coming together to have a community to find new jobs, but also to have a place to have have their shops set up to meet new, new customers amongst you know, the community. And it's really just to give these creatives more exposure, more connection, and hopefully earn higher wages.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love the mission. I love the the thought behind it. Um and what a great way of of being able to support the work that you love doing, right? Yes. But also support the larger audience. And I think that's really cool. Um it's unfortunate that we have these these things that happen in the workplace that push us out right i think yeah. i've been there i know many people have been there um but well done to you to go out and find this this opportunity right to create your own opportunity Thank i think you. it's it's really really impressive um so i know i can't imagine the the road to entrepreneurship has been perfectly easy <laughs> especially if it wasn't something you were you were planning for right it sounds like it happened and 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 okay we'll go this way but i'm sure there have been Ups and downs along the way. Yes, for sure.
1: I act, I actually had to had to fire an employee for the first time ever um, recently. And that was terrible because I don't like to fire anyone. That, that was an awful experience. And it had to be done, I know, because as a leader, I had to, to, you know, see what wasn't working and that wasn't working. So that was my biggest challenge because I I held on for so long and I I wanted it to work and it didn't. Mm-hmm. But Mm-hmm. Now I'm working on the phase where I am building my new team and building a new platform expansion to yep. relaunch,
0: okay. oh, yeah. um yeah, the it's those those things that as you launch as you build and grow your company, you have to think about things like cash flow and employees. And it's not everybody is going to be the same team player, or have the same dedication you do. And so, that can be really, really hard. It was so hard. <laughs> yeah. um, one of the things that you and I also talked about is public speaking and how you've had to overcome a fear because the you have to pitch to investors and potential client customers, right? And so, yes. tell me a little bit about first of all the how that felt going into it, and then what you've done to help overcome this fear of of public speaking.
1: Yes. So I have had a stutter for my whole life. And that's been a big um, problem for me that I've been insecure about, even though I'm the only one who really cares. I've learned that. However, I recently had a bad experience having an investor uh, tell me that I couldn't speak and that it was just during my pitch that I had had done during a program where I was training learn how to pitch so i was clearly you know doing a program to help me better myself so i I could get better at speaking so to have him comment on that was really really mean i feel and Mm -hmm. that had me um feeling like crap to be honest (laughs) but
0: yeah yeah i i i can see how the if you if you've already you've got something that about you that you already feel insecure about right being a stutter and just full transparency, it's something I haven't noticed at all when I've spoken to you a few times. But but then you have somebody who is you're in a supportive environment, but the mm-hmm. feedback feels very critical. And I often say like these are the things that get in our head, and then they 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 just keep turning and turning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what have you done? What are the what are the, what are the types of things you've done to sort of help with this this public speaking and and getting better at it, improving at it? So this
1: year alone, I've done three programs with um, accelerator programs that, to help me learn how to pitch better, and I've had about 12 weeks of of training to help me get better at knowing my company, and that helps me to speak on it more and more clearly, and I've also hired a, a coach to help me speaking earlier this summer, I believe, I think, and um, she's been really positive with helping me to overcome my fear of speaking and having me learn how to slow down when I speak mm-hmm. because when I talk too fast or I get too excited you know it's ah. when I get yeah <laughs> I get all anxious and then it, it's bad so now I'm learning how to slow down a bit and that has me also um, able to do my own podcast where I'm actually doing my speaking there and hosting that and that also has me have more confidence so right it's a huge change for me to be where I was earlier this year to now talking to investors, being able to pitch to them in person at an event that I did in October. And that was scary, but I I overcame it and I did it. And now I'm doing my own show. So I'm getting more experience.
0: Yeah. And the practice will always help, right? It's, it sounds like you've done a great job of investing in yourself to help build this skill, but practice is something that I won't necessarily say practice makes perfect, but it helps us get more comfortable with the mm-hmm. process. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. Well done to you though because I I think there's there's a lot of people that would just say, okay, well, I'm not going to work on this and I'm not going to I'm not going to look for an investor, right? I'm going to figure out something else. But but you know the importance of investment in in your business model and so congratulations to you. You're doing some really cool stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Um now I want to talk about one of the things you shared as a tip is don't be afraid to use your voice and reach out because you'll be surprised how many women there are in this world who actually want to help each other. We sometimes fear this mean girl mentality, which is something that exists, but I think the support women have one for one another is stronger now than ever before. Ask for help. Um, first of all, I love this tip. I think that like the, I'm also, I'm a helper. Most likely if somebody reaches out to me to help, I rarely say no. Or if I do, I say, well, I can't help you now, but I have somebody who can, like, I, I try to, to pay it forward. Right. Yeah. Um, so let's first talk about the, the mean girl mentality because it does, it does sometimes still exist. And I don't know that there's a way to combat it, but how do you react to those types of people, the ones that don't help. Or- mm, the ones that don't help. I
1: don't know if, if I've had that happen to me in a while, but I've been pleasantly surprised to know how many are willing to help now. I think that in high school, I had more experience where I was dealing, dealing with the whole mean girl mentality, where it was more of a competition as opposed to um, collaboration. Yeah. 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 So I- I feel like in the, in the adult world now, I've gotten a better experience with dealing with that mean girl mentality and not having to deal with it as much.
0: Right. Well, that's good. And I do think that, that a, I think younger, like the high school mentality can sometimes be competition instead of collaboration. Um, But I also think there's been a big shift in women supporting each other, right? There's the women supporting women is a hashtag that trends all over the place. And I, I see this all the time, but to me, if women, if more women want more women to get ahead, we have to be willing to look back and help each other, right? We have to be able to say, okay, I got here and I'm going to turn around and and help other people get here. Because if I had a challenge, nobody else should have to face the same same challenge or yeah. I can share my experience, right? Is that, yeah. is that something that resonates?
1: Yeah, totally. Because I think that I've learned through my company and building it to be a, a community to help this community and this collective is how powerful it is having so many females come together and helping each other. And it's almost magical in a way because it shows how far things have come in life to know that i i'm not as scared anymore to ask for help because i know that there are those out there who actually want to help others and it's it's really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, i i love that and i think you touched on something that not being scared to ask for help because often especially doing something like you're doing it can feel very isolating. Right? Yes. It can it can feel like you're the only one and Depends on how much support you have. I mean, I, I've i talked to a lot of people who have really great business ideas and they say, oh, my family doesn't support this or my friends think I'm crazy. And you have to find the people willing to ride the crazy train with you yeah. <laughs> and the people that like, it's okay. It's okay if your idea is big and crazy, but find the people that you're comfortable asking for help and find the people that will be supportive of what you want to do. Um, And how cool that you've created that within your community as well. Yeah. <laughs> like you built it around you.
1: Yeah, I actually had that fear when I was building my company, because I didn't want to bring on a co-founder because I was afraid of that, of that, you know, competition thing. And then, but then when I did my my podcast, I actually brought on on a a co-host for that. And she and I are just vibing really well. And it's really cool to have that and to come so far and to build that friendship as well as building, you know, this project together. So so,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. I love that. So let's talk about the, the struggles of being a female creative, because your space is specific to, to female non-binary and how that, how that sets you apart, why it's different, why you feel like women and non-binary need a, a special space or a separate space. Yes. Okay. Because
1: we, my community, we have always been paid less than men. I don't. I mean, it's true in in most industries. You no, know, not not only the creative industry, but I've learned more and more from talking to all of these creatives in my community and those who I've met on, on my journey here that it is a real issue, and we've all been. It's almost as if we have had it done to ourselves, though, because we don't know our worth, and we haven't been taught properly our worth. So the goal for the de- design database is to give that education to, to teach creatives their worth and to have um, coaches come on to the the platform to teach courses, to to guide these creatives, to know how to price their artwork and their services properly. And to not only price it for the hours of work, but also for the experience, the years of experience, the actual creative thinking. And that's what I'm really building this platform to be that change. And I I don't feel like other sites like Fiverr or Upwork are doing that for our for our community.
0: Yeah. And I wanna I wanna clarify when you talk about creatives, you're talking artist, designer, photographer, anything, anything creative really. Yes. Um and, and we see this. I mean, I see this. If I go look for somebody on Fiverr, the the people that are charging five dollars an hour for mm-hmm. I mean you're never really sure what you're getting, right? And that that the When you're working with any kind of designer, having, having somebody you can put your faith in that, and that you're going to be able to trust. And you know that they're, they're creating something awesome for you that that's, it's worth investing in. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's really cool that you're, you're building this platform to help more women find work, but you're also educating them in the, in the process. So what a, what a powerful model of, of, of support. It Thank it you. seems it seems amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so now you've decided to to branch off and create your own podcast. Tell me about your podcast and and the reasoning behind it and and how you're gonna be running it. The main goal of it was
1: to help me learn how to speak better and get more confidence in that. But the the theme of the podcast is targeted towards giving creatives, getting these artists more exposure. So I want artists to tell their stories. So it gives clients a better chance to know the, the client, the creative they're hiring. And that connection is so important. And I feel like we don't have that enough of when creatives and clients are connecting and finding jobs. So it's cool to be able to give these artists a chance to share their story and, and to have a voice because I don't think many artists get podcast opportunities, you know? So it's cool yep. to have that and then to be that kind of leader for that too. And just- yeah making it, making, making creatives feel more empowered and confident. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. I think that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, We did a podcast recently with a photographer who's based in the Philippines. Her name is Charlotte Graham. And I was fascinated by, I mean, often when you, when you look at photography, you, you look at their photos, right. And you might try to understand their process, but when she described her process and her background and, and how, like how much brand guidance goes into what she does. I was like, wow, it's a completely transformed, like, so like when you're, when you're selecting a photographer, there's a big difference there. Yeah. (laughs) Being able to, to understand that that's her process and how she works. And the same is true. I've worked with a lot of graphic designers, right? Like the, the same is true where you can find somebody who's really inexpensive, but you're likely going to have frustration throughout the process. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so again, it's worth, it's worth investing. And I, I think it's really cool that you're, you're spotlighting these, these women and their stories, because what a great way for them to get more visibility and to be able to tie into what they're doing with their, with their work. Very yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so you also are in the process of writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I don't know where you find all this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's not easy, but I started in October, so it's been been about two months in now. It's, it's making good progress. It's really hard to have to live through my my childhood trauma again and put it all in a book, but I think it's really cool to be able to share my story because it's so unusual, and I didn't even even know how much I've lived until now. And I think it's also cool to be a black founder who is is. A, I'm a young black female founder, it's not, you know, that common, unfortunately, to have, you know, to build your own platform and to be doing all these things. So it's kind of cool to be able to share why I'm I'm doing all these things and how I got to this point. And I'm hoping I will inspire others to do the same or to do their own, you know, their own path towards a bigger goal.
0: I love it. I love, I I think I, hats off to you for putting your story out there and sharing it because I know it can be painful work to have to go back and put it all on paper and open yourself up so the entire world knows, right? Suddenly yeah. <laughs> there's this vulnerability of, hey, guess what? This is really me. This is what makes me me. Um, and what an inspiration to other young black women to show you can do this. Yeah, it's, it's, I think we often look for, for role models in that way. And so cool that you're paving the way for other young black women to have really cool businesses. Thank you. (laughs) Very cool. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community. A resource library filled with eBooks and templates and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. So in terms of design database, your what's? I know you said you were looking for investors. Have you found investors and, and what's kind of next steps for design database?
1: I am currently still in my first round, my pre-seed round with the raising for that. And I've been talking to so many investors over the last year. But I am still, you know, still having that whole struggle and standstill. But I, I'm confident and on my, I'm confident in my journey, and I know that I will find the right inba- investors when it's time for me to, you know, do that. Yeah. So I'm still, so staying, staying positive. Um, but the goal is to have the platform relaunched in early 2023. It's currently launched right now, but I'm expanding it, and it's not currently active on the back end. So unfortunately, creatives and clients cannot connect on the on the site at the time, but okay, I am confident that in the next few few months, yeah. I will be up and running again, and then it's gonna be amazing. So I'm staying awesome. positive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And are you you're still offering your freelance design services as you as you build this? Yes,
1: yeah, so that's um not not as time consuming as it once was because now i'm I'm able to give a good. Amount of time to my company and to my pitching and investors, but also still have time for my clients. But yeah. I'm being sure to put more of my energy towards my company and
0: not towards my clients. Unfortunately,
1: so <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a tricky balance. What kind of design work? Can you tell us the the design work that you do? I mostly do um,
1: designing for marketing and, and branding. So I, I help startups build their their branding and so their their logos, their um, their brand identity that's my, my targeting area. Cause I want to help create, I want to help new entrepreneurs or startup or clients build their vision for their company. And I enjoy doing it from the start where I can help them bring their ideas to life at the early stages of their, of their company launches or whatever,
0: or, or whatever their project is. I love it. That's, that's fun, fun. I find that fun work. I think it's really, really <laughs> it fascinating. <is> <laughs> yeah. All right. So our listeners can find you on Instagram at the design database or courtland.jones. It's C O U R T L Y N dot J O N E S. And you're also at the design database.net online. Um, as we wrap up here, any, any final thoughts or tips that you want to share with our audience? Um, I want to say again, it's so important to have
1: your voice out there and to tell your story. So even though it can be scary to do a new project or to start a new career, it's really crucial to ask for help when needed and to use your voice to do that. But also to be able to not be afraid to share your your personal why and your vision either online or I don't know in person when you're meeting someone new. It's always really cool to connect with others, and I think that you putting putting your putting yourself out there more really helps you get further along in life. And it it's not as scary as you think it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's do it once, right? Take a, take a small step, put, put yourself out there. It gets easier, but it's it easier. Great. Yeah. Great way to great way to end this Cortland. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks to everyone who listened in. We will be back again next week with another new episode. And in the meantime, I hope you all have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.